and I think the lesson learned was that you really have to know yourself and really you have to appreciate yourself. You have to appreciate yourself and your craft enough to say no if your intuition is telling you this is not the right thing. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Brie's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Brie is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and I am so glad that you're tuned in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Show, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And today I bring you a great talk with singer-songwriter Ani. It is such a good conversation because she is so frank and candid and specific, and she goes into detail in all of the comings and goings of her career. And I really think that many of you guys will see yourself in her journey. So here's a little bit about Ani. The world needs more optimists and do-gooders like Finnish singer-songwriter Ani Matilla simply known as Ani. As a student of world politics at Helsinki University, Ani is very aware of the problems the world faces today, but she's decided to be light and hopeful despite all that. She's recently spent a lot of time with a musical project called Seize the Song, where she traveled to write and perform songs with artists, mainly from Europe, but also places like Beirut. The idea is to connect on a grassroots level through music, and you can see her do that on her YouTube channel. Here is my fantastic conversation with Ani. Yeah, so thanks for having me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess one thing that um, that is kind of not really known is that yeah, I'm really into self-development. That's not a secret, but I've been having this... Um, Kind of little project that uh, my physical body has a mental path, so I really feel you know women, women and our our bodies. There's uh, some uh, uh, how would you say it? Um, you know, it's a paradox. Uh, all this women objectifying culture we have, and yet you kind of want to feel beautiful, and uh, then we mistreat ourselves in many ways, and and uh, so. So I'm having this physical body as a mental path project that I'm I'm training for triathlon. Ooh, yeah, wow. and uh, and it's yeah exactly it's a wow and it's a huge change in my identity actually because I never was that. I'm the girl with asthma and back pain. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> so so it's been an incredible journey so far to actually treat myself and actually allow myself to feel good and also to push myself a bit, but in a loving way instead mm. of self-punishing way. So, so, um, and also I've been talking a little bit on social media about this on my Instagram, sometimes posting something about my doing sports or something, but I'm really considerate of not having this fitness selfie or like not contributing to this fitness selfie culture because that I think makes people feel just more like bad 
right really inspiring anybody it's like yeah i ran this you know amazing marathon this morning and screw you all you lazy people <laughs> it's not like inspiring at all but, but but so i'm more like hey like did this little thing and you know love yourself and treat yourself in a nice way and that's i like what I'm that learning. you're doing it more for yourself than yeah. to like show off yes and it's also interesting to it's also really like a mental mental path self-development path of loving loving myself and also allowing myself to feel really good and also look good obviously if, if you're doing a lot of sports you're gonna nice you're gonna have a nice body but it, it, it there's just so much more into that so it's been really interesting and that's uh, cool that's cool how long have you been doing this uh well i kind of made this the made the decision last october and slowly and steadily i've been i've been you know on this little journey and making it more um more uh, public mm. and now i'm this summer gonna have my first shorter triathlon but it's not a competition but these events and and right. then then my bigger goal is later in in the fall That's and then i can actually decide after that i can decide whether i actually want to do this or not <laughs> <laughs> But now it's just this, this project of uh, allowing myself to feel good in my own skin. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell our listeners how you got started in music. Well, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but the music just was always there. I started writing songs when I was, I don't know, six. And, and you know, I, I, I went to piano lessons and, and then I just started making my own songs. And kids, you know, kids have this amazing, really natural way of being creative. And it just always floated through me and I never stopped. Mm. So, so um, and obviously then the dream became more serious and, you know, I became older and, you know, this, the piano lessons turned into studying music theory and playing in a band, in a conservatory and da, 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 you know, all this and, and, uh, too. and, and, and eventually... I uh, I got signed to a record label, but that uh, that was a instead of a big dream, that was a lesson learned. Oh man, so, you know I can't tell you how many times on this show I hear that <laughs> something like that sentence. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of big dreams turning into lessons learned, but but um, yeah, and then then uh, then um, you know, but I just kept doing music. Like I've heard I've heard so many times that uh, whatever you're doing. But if you want to be successful, you just have to stick with it. And the ones who are really successful are the ones who just never quit. Mm. <laughs> and I'm actually kind of starting to believe in that. Because yeah, I think there's definitely something to that. Um, but, you know, y- you have to have like a plan. Otherwise, you, yeah. you know, if you never quit doing something that's not very effective, it's not going to really work, right? But Yeah, exactly. Of, of course, you cannot be like just like stubbornly, this is exactly, you know, I'm not going to change at all. No, no, no. Of course, you have to like iterate. You have to test things. You have to also change things, you know, and study and learn and try and be, you know, be willing to even change your mind regarding you know some things and and so on but anyway just if you just stick with it i think eventually the the success in some some form or another will come 
So we have a lot of struggling artists that, you know, maybe have are just starting or that they've been trying this on and off for a while and they've been through ups and downs. And I'd love to actually dive into that story that you were talking about where you got your record deal and then that didn't work out so well. Cause I think that could be really helpful for any artists that are listening. Yeah. Well, um, well, this, uh, um, well, uh, in short, uh, back then I was still quite young and, and, uh, I, I hadn't really learned how to listen to my intuition. Mm. And in hindsight, I know that when I met those like label record label people and I, I was about to sign the deal, my intuition told me that these are not the right people. But I just thought that, you know, here is here it is, you know, here's my chance. I need to take it. So this is, you know, this is the next step that I've been waiting for. So I'm going to be this, you know, hardworking, focused, driven, you know, like um, um, rational person, you know, stepping forward and going forward. Although in hindsight, uh, my intuition, my gut feeling said that, okay, these people might not really understand what I'm about. And, uh, and obviously I'm, I'm still really thankful for these, the, the, the label that I got to work with them and I got all these experiences, but yet it wasn't a great success. Mm. So, so, uh, I think one lesson really is that, uh, you have to stay honest to yourself and, uh, and obviously it's not always, always easy to, or, you know, for me, now it's really easy to know what my intuition is telling me. It's really easy, but it didn't used to be like that. So you really have to practice that. And, and, uh, I understand that it's so easy for me to say like, yeah, trust your intuition. And then you end up in really bad places <laughs> because of that. But uh, that's one thing. And, and, uh, but another thing that I, um, uh, really, really would like to give like advice is that um i've myself given up on music quite a few times mm. or at least i've like really like is this really really what i want to do wouldn't there be any other then why don't i just you know i'm studying world politics at the university so why don't i just go back there and do that thing and end up in some you know working for the government or da 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 whatever and just you know, but I know that um, music is just something I cannot say no to. Like um, my dreams are something that I cannot say no to. That that you know, like my dreams exist, and this 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 music is inside me. This creativity is inside me, and I cannot always say for like for for a week or a month or even for even longer time, I can say like, no, 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 now let's just stop this nonsense. <laughs> but it's not, it's not going to go anywhere because I'm just deciding to stop that nonsense. I'm just like turning back to myself, I think. So even, you know, even if you wouldn't embark on another career or whatever, but just like, you know, you go fast or slow, you stumble or you, you walk in really eloquently towards your goals. 
but you just cannot turn back on your dreams. You just kind of have to allow them to exist and to go towards them. Yeah, and, I'm, really, I'm you know, really glad you said that because it's, it's true. I mean, so many people try to like stuff it down, like push down that passion for music and say it's not, you know, it's not rational, it's not practical, and they try to go do something else. And, you know, it, it, whether it's in, you know, three days or 10 years, it always comes back. Exactly. Knocking Obviously, on the door. Yeah. And of course, I'm not saying like to be foolish that, and as I say, like stubborn in a way, like in a stupid way that, you know, you know, stupid world, I'm not going to play with your rules. <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to be Madonna. And then obviously you're not going to be Madonna if you're like that. <laughs> but in a way, just kind of like, there's this fancy, like friendly word, allowance that, you know, allowing yourself to have your dreams and going towards them in this relaxed but focused manner and trusting the right timing and also trusting yourself. And really, at, at the, as I said about like my triathlon project, about allowing myself to feel good in my own skin and actually feel energetic and powerful in my own body. It's also that allowing yourself to trust your own creativity and your dreams that I trust. I have these dreams and I trust myself that, you know, I will just slowly, steadily go towards them. Mm. And, yeah. That's great. So I don't want to like, I don't want to like belabor this point, but I do want to ask about, about the record deal thing. Like did, what, what was it that went wrong? Was it that they didn't really understand you as an artist or that you were naive as to what they were trying to do with your music? Um, it just was a bad fit. Like, you know, what, what should people be looking for when someone does approach them with a possibility? Um, well, actually it was also a uh, bad timing in the, or bad timing, but, but, um, there was back then, like, you know, there was the, the, it was just before the financial crisis. Oh. And also there was like big labels were really like sinking ships, mm. really struggling. And that was and in Finland, which obviously has its own big major labels, but they are anyway like daughter companies of these big global companies. So the big global companies told that, okay, we are doing so poorly right now. So you better just stop, mm. stop focusing on anybody else than the A level, you know, the most successful ones or the, you know, and, uh, and, and, and that, that was one thing. And, and obviously that's nobody's fault because that's right. just, you know, things happen. But I, I think it was, it was the universe really, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, paving my way towards something better but but also then i think um maybe maybe the um, and you know when you write when you're trying to find the right team uh you really shouldn't go and you know like i i really think the people i was working with back then they were really like loving and nice people and they really wanted the best for me and my music but they just weren't the right fit mm -hmm. so, in a way that, you know, there's like, yeah, I'm sure they really tried everything and 
their best, but it just wasn't what I needed. So did you end up getting to release them? Did you yeah, actually make yeah, the album yeah, with them? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We made an album and we put it out and I, it, it actually got quite nice reviews and, and, and stuff, but things just didn't go anywhere. Just no traction, right? Yeah. And it was kind of, you know, we, we just put, you know, they just put loads of money in this album and, you know, I put my heart out and, you know, really worked hard on this album you know, the same old story. And then, you know, the global label thing happening. And then, you know, the in Finland, certain things happening. And then, and, you know, like they may be, I'm, you know, my artist brand or whatever. Maybe it wasn't quite, quite clear for everybody. I don't know, maybe, and, you know, like focusing your energy and money on maybe a little bit wrong things and, and not the right things. and. And, and, um, you know, so, so in a way, I'm, as I said, like sometimes a dream come true ends up being a lesson learned. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it's, I don't, for example, if, if these, these people that from the label would now be listening to this, I don't have any bad feelings about them because I, you know, I think things went exactly as they were supposed to, supposed to go. But at the same time, because I learned a lot, and I think the lesson learned was that you really have to know yourself and really you have to appreciate yourself. You have to appreciate yourself and your craft enough to say no if your intuition is telling you this is not the right thing to do, even if there would be some, you know, Fancy prize, right? Yeah, super again, good advice. Yeah, but then, but of course, but then on, uh, you know, but on the other hand, also, you know, let's say, I don't know, like this is not a really, really, <laughs> like corny example, but let's say, like McDonald's comes and tells me you will get ten million dollars if you become our face or you give our your song or something, and you know, at the same time, although you have to be. And so, so what, what would I do? McDonald's is, you know, putting my song on their commercial and I will get $10 million or, or you know, something totally random. And, and, and then all, obviously this is also a game that you need to play in a way. And I understand that they aren't like right and wrong. They are just different paths. And, and, and I think the most important thing is that you just have to kind of stay honest to yourself and understand why you make certain decisions. So later on, if your decision turns out to be not so smart from one perspective or another, you kind of have to be able to stand up for yourself and say, yeah, but I, anyway, I am standing up for myself that I took that $10 million ended up and gave my song to McDonald's commercial because that you know, open all these doors and I was able to make all these amazing songs and da, 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 da. Or right. then if, you know, or, or if I say like, no, I'm not going to do it because, you know, that's not part of my brand and I'm not, I don't feel comfortable being, you know, you know, related to that kind of an organization, you know. And then if that, that would be my only chance then I would just, you know, die miserably without anybody ever <laughs> hearing my music 
And then, you know, like, well, I once had this opportunity, but I didn't take it. So, so, uh, so I think the most important thing is to just, um, know yourself and, 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 uh, yeah, you have to be confident in your decision either yes. way and feel comfortable with what you yeah. chose. Yeah. Sometimes there's not a right or wrong answer. Exactly. That's and also, uh, yes, yes. And, and, and also something, and I think many times they aren't right or wrong answer. And, and, um, and, uh, and also that's why I think it's hard to, for example, you know, if you feel like you're judge, you know, sometimes people are judging each, each others for their decisions, but I think I would never judge anybody because I really don't know the story behind. Right. So even if somebody like, who, like, why is she like on that commercial, you know, whatever, I wouldn't do that because you never know what's the plan, what's the path, what's the big vision behind it all. That's so true. Yeah. So I saw on your, your website and correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, but um, it looks like you might've gone to Berkeley school of music for a while. Yeah. And what was your experience there? Did you, do you feel like that's something that every songwriter should do? Get some, some training in, you know, songwriting and music business at an actual school, or is it just, you know, something cool that you can do, but it's not necessary? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I was uh, lucky enough that I, I was granted a scholarship to study there. Mm. Uh, part of my, so I've been studying uh, pop and jazz music in, in, in Finland. Well, but I got a scholarship to study there for a while. I stayed there for three semesters. And, uh, well, I mean, again, they, everybody should do their way. But a but, uh, couple, of, couple of things. Firstly, um, I kind of, you, you know, there are these musicians who say that, and artists who say that, you know, if you study, that will cre uh, kill your personality and your uniqueness. And I just don't think like that at all. I think if you really want to be a professional, you have to have all the tools in the world. Because only then, when you have all the tools in the world, you know, you can use all the chords, all the scales, all the rhyme schemes, all the styles, you know, in your like singing, in your vocal sound, you can do all the different ways. Then you're really free to actually exp express exactly what you want to express i so, agree it's like it's like if you you know you learned english but you only learned half of the words in the language you know exactly exactly so so in in and so so i think always educating yourself is, is a good thing i although i understand in the beginning when you're just learning the first chords or first things it might feel like you end up stuck using only those little things. But when you just keep on studying, keep on doing, I mean, I, you don't have to go to Berklee College of Music to study. You can, you know, I don't, and, and, and I, I don't think that's necessary. But, but really studying and, and also studying just artists, studying music history and really, you know, being really like immersing yourself in, in, in music in every possible way. I think that really makes, and also that makes a professional that, that uh, you understand what you're doing. And I think that if, you know, that's, if you don't understand what you're doing, even at, on some level, it's kind of like, like think about a cook 
who like, I don't know, I just like putting these things. And I mean, of course, if, if it tastes good, it's good. But like, how could you open a restaurant if you never really know what you're doing? And, you know, so, so uh, I think, I think uh, no, educating yourself in one way or another is, is important. Mm, but regarding going to a music school, and especially like in this expensive school as, uh, as uh, Berkeley College of Music is, uh, I think the most important thing is the peers and the, the network and, and, and the connections you build. build and, and, and Berkeley College of Music, I think one third or even half of the students are international. Mm. So after going there, I have friend, you know, I have a movie composer girl from South Korea and and you know friends in Cuba and Brazil and in all around in Europe and Africa and you know so so because from I think the most like two most awesome things about Berkeley was that um the international people because usually if you're if you're from abroad and you go to Berkeley you have to be pretty good in your own country already pretty established so then you get to know these people and then secondly uh there are all these clinics that you know these workshops like we got you know super famous people or people behind these super famous people coming to you know whenever they were in town they were like yeah you know we have having gig tomorrow night or you know so i'll come and give a little lecture so that was pretty exclusive. That's so, cool. Yeah. So in general, I think uh, like, uh, you know, people hate the word networking and I don't, yeah, networking per se is, is um, I think it's more about actually creating genuine relationships. And, and, and whenever, like, like somebody, I can't remember who, who it was or where, I've, where I read this, but um, Let's say you have a thousand people on Facebook that you have your, as your network, but nobody cares about you. So it's like, it's useless. But then you have network of 10 people who would die for you. Mm. And even, and then, you know, if they end up being like, you know, Bill Gates or something, <laughs> it's even better. So, so it's always better to have less people that really care about you and that you care about yep. than, than trying to build this huge network. Right. Go deep and, rather than broad, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And obviously, you know, it's, obviously it's good to know people and meet people. I'm not saying that. And, it, but, and it's you know, important to be nice and, and, and kind. That's really important. But, but yeah so these friendships is part of like one of the most like biggest reasons to go to an art school or any art related you know events or things so now back to the the present time like in your career uh -huh. right now do you consider yourself a full-time musician or are you doing it kind of on the side are you i think you're still going to school right are there other things that you're doing to pay the bills well at the moment actually i am a full-time artist and songwriter okay but as i said at the moment yeah. <laughs> uh, and and there's there have there's been you know various various 
you know, situations and, and uh, combinations of, uh, uh, you know, money-making and career-making. And actually, right now I'm reading Elizabeth Gilbert's. Uh, she wrote the Eat, Pray, Love, her book, oh, yes. uh, Big Magic. And that's a big, like, the <laughs> Big Magic is a big <laughs> recommendation for everybody. And I think she puts it really nicely that, that, um, that she actually had a day job uh, when I think she wrote three books that got published. And only after that, when she actually started writing Eat, Pray, Love, she only quit her day job. Mm. So, so um, I think uh, for me, so, so I, I worked in this music startup for, for quite a long time. Besides, besides doing my doing my music and also doing a little bit of my world politics studies, uh, but but I quit a l- last year to really focus on my music. Uh, I think um, for me, it brings this feeling of urgency that I cannot get stuck with my perfectionism or mm. fear of, you know, if I put something out then somebody's not going to like it or, you know, like now I got this feel of urgency that every day I need to be doing something. I need to, you know, I need to be doing something. And it really makes me more focused. And also... Like I've been now putting these songs out for the spring. We decided that we're gonna put uh, four songs out this spring, and there's still two coming. And uh, that—that's what we'll be doing. And 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 you know, booking gigs, booking things, you know. So so uh, and obviously, compared to being a writer, being an author, being a musician is a totally different thing because you know you you do. You know, you can go do gigs and you can do, do teaching. And, and uh, I guess we're going to go more into these things later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Why don't yeah. we just go there yeah. right now? So, yeah. like, what is your, what is your yeah. income breakdown kind of look yeah. like? Yeah, yeah. But for, for I just want to say that. So, um, for me, quitting my day job, at least for now, felt like the right decision. Mm. Because it brought this sense of urgency that I cannot sit on my songs and just wait for the perfect manager, the perfect record deal, the mm-hmm. perfect da 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 whatever. No, I just need to be putting my music out there. I just need to be booking gigs. I just need to be sending out these emails. I just need to be, you know, doing my artist thing every day. And that's really been working for me. I, I cannot say that, well, I consider myself as a struggling artist, although I don't want to use that word. I'm just... But, you know, like it's, it, it's still a very much a struggle, I think. But, but, um, but then again, if, if somebody really, I understand financial, uh, uh, like uh, steadiness brings this peace and, and calmness in your life. And I really strongly, you know, recommend people to have that. That, that if, if you feel like you work work and then do your craft on the side and if that's 
something you need to do to, you know, stay mentally healthy. And, you know, then that's exactly what you should be doing. And it's so true. It's really about your personality and what you can handle and what motivates you. Like if you're just too stressed out, if you try to like go out on that limb and not have that security blanket and that safety net and you, that's going to paralyze you, then don't do that. Yeah. Like, and I've been, I'm, yeah, and I've been there. Yes, exactly. And also I've been there too. I've been mm-hmm. in a situation where I really felt that I was paralyzed because I just felt nothing will ever work out. I will have no money. I will just die miserably and shamefully. <laughs> and then I got a day job, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so And then, you know, I wasn't so shameful and miserable and, you know, not in such a dark place until, you know, I kind of got my things together. And then I felt again that, okay, now actually I'm feeling more self-confidence. I I have these things coming up. I have these people around me, like a producer, you know, a bunch of other guys. I have, you know, I have my self-confidence. We have this music coming out. Maybe now's the right time. I have some money saved. Now's the time to, you know, get again more focused on the thing that I came, you know, I was born to be doing here. Mm. And, you know, and, but, but, it, and again, like, this is kind of like going back to saying, like, you shouldn't be like too stubborn in a stupid and unhealthy way. That, you know, if you kind of, if you're honest with yourself, you pretty quickly know what's good for you. And sometimes what's good for you is like, okay, go clean your room, <laughs> go get a steady job, <laughs> but you you know, <laughs> apologize, <laughs> call your mom, <laughs> you know, these things. And then, then, you know, get your, you know, act up and, 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 and then, then you're all set to go again. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So, so how do how does your income kind of break down right now? Yeah, obviously. I, mean, I, I don't need actual numbers. I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. percentages, kind of. Yeah, I, I think well, like um, as an artist, I think it's just important to because the money kind of comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's you don't get this monthly exact right. number, this salary. But it's like you have these better times and then you have these worse times. So how you kind of navigate through these ups and downs. And, and uh, so, so um, it, and it also, again, comes down to you kind of need to put your ego on the side. So, for example, I'm teaching not that like I, I'm not I used to teach in this conservatory uh like two two days a week or so and it didn't it really wasn't my my uh cup of tea at all Mm. but i have a few few uh students and uh, then i do the gigs and also because i'm i'm a trained pianist so you know actually i find it quite nice to every now and then and just go play piano like you know Somebody asks me to go and play piano mm. in their party. And, and, you know, and then you just do these little things and, and, and uh, teaching and all these kind of things. So that kind of, you know, those just come and go. 
and and then obviously then um, I have some sponsor deals mm. that they are more at the moment there's not that like money involved but it's more um you know for example that I get clothes mm. from certain places or I you know whatever services right. and then I for example use use the clothes in you know when I'm performing and then talk you know mention them in my social media and these these kind of things so and and obviously the bigger my audience grows then eventually there will be actually money involved and that I think that's a, that's a really big thing with big artists right like like let's say Taylor Swift if she wears something on her Instagram photo it's not for free <laughs> there's a lot 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 of money yep behind that yeah i have a nice t-shirt uh so um and also royalties and uh, because i write my own songs myself or with somebody so uh there's you know the royalties and the uh, copyright money mm-hmm. and and obviously because when i do a lot of my own gigs you know there's a lot of money coming from those gigs also through the copyright money but the copyright money all, only comes i think twice a year so it's you know also kind of so there really is different streams of mo- different streams of money and it that makes it also um you have to be kind of focused and and i think personally the whole like thing of like energy around money has been a, a like a deal breaker Mm. I've really started to work on my energy regarding money because I think it's really common, especially among creative people that we tend, and I think especially with women, <laughs> that mm. money is somehow bad or dirty. And it, I mean, and I, I kind of like found this attitude within myself too. And I was like, wow. Did I really think like that? So I've been really, you know, working on that because I think the more women also in music and in general would be really wealthy. Like, let's say there would be loads of female millionaires. I think it would be, I think it would make a difference. Mm. That, you know, it's, it's actually a really empowering thing to have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't think, so, you know, like, I think that's something that I think as an artist, it's really hard, for example, to tell, like, what's your price? Like, okay, come and play a gig. How much? And then you're like, I don't know, maybe. And, and, you know, just put a decent price on your performance. Yep. Or, you know, so, and it's really scary. It's really scary. And, and I, I think it's most important thing would be to kind of money is just energy. It's just numbers. So for example, my advice would be that don't do anything with a price that like that makes you annoyed doing it. Like, you know, like, Hey, what do you do this gig? Okay. I don't want to do it, but if you pay me like a thousand dollars, then it actually would be nice to do it. <laughs> uh huh. You know, 
like if I'm if you pay me two hundred dollars, I'm just like pissed off. Right, you don't want to be resentful because it's yeah show itself in your performance. Yeah, exactly. But they're like, okay, I don't want to do it. But actually, if you pay me a thousand dollars, I'd I'd be happy to do it. Oh sure, well I'll pay you a thousand dollars. Oh wow, I you know, and then it's suddenly it's nice. So and if if they're like, whoa, thousand dollars, that's like too much. I'm like fine, well go find somebody else, and you know. And I, again, it, you know, so, so I hope you get my point that, that um, I think uh, just understanding this money energy, I guess it might sound like a little hippie, hippie thing, but, but um, we have a lot of negative connotations around money. Yeah, and no, I, I agree with all of that. And I think yeah. that you have to be, if you put a price out there, you have to be okay if they say, no, we can't afford that. And just, you know, well, that's my price. Okay, that's fine. I don't need that gig, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Don't take a price you're going to be pissed about. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, that's, that's um, obviously it's easier said than done, but, but you can, you know, start practicing. Put, you know, if you think about some price, then put like even $50 more. Or a hundred dollars more, and the next time you can put even more and more. Right. You know, so it's not like you have to immediately like triple. <laughs> but but um, but um, but in general, uh, what I what I what I'm trying to do is to have at least once a week this little coffee coffee moment <laughs> with my finances mm. and uh, like career wise, like how. Like, like, um, okay, so have I been, like, how am I doing financially, finance-wise in my career? So, um, you know, have I been selling any gigs? Or have I been, you know, if I, let's say, I'm planning that I will, I will do some merch, for example, I don't, um, or something. So have I actually done something for that? Or, you know, or, okay, last week I sent these emails and, uh, now, you know, these guys replied and these, these haven't. And, you know, now last week I got this payment and da, 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 da. And, and kind of, so the, like the more clarity you have, like good energy regarding money and, and like positive attitude towards money and then clarity. And, and so I really, that's why I really, even sometimes twice a week, because it's also something that kind of, you know, for some reason, it's it's not the most. Or actually, it it is quite fun to go through those things once you get to do it. But the thought of like, ah, I don't want to check my bank account. I don't want to like. I don't want to check how many gigs I sold this month. But actually, when you just sit down to do it, it's actually really nice. I think that's true. We get into that like avoidance mode. Like, well, I yeah. I don't even want to know. Yeah, exactly. You actually do it. It's like, hey, oh, I did do this and I did do that. And yeah, I need to improve in this area, but now I've got something to work on, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then like, oh my God, like, damn, like last week I didn't, you know, do, I've decided that I'm going to do this one thing, but last week I was so busy. I totally forgot to do anything about it. Okay. So I, this week I really get, need to get, you know, my hands on this one thing. Right. You know, or and, and and obviously then you have to kind of be gentle with yourself because we are human beings and you know but that's also like 
you know, you realized, oh my God, it's been one month since my last coffee time with my finances. <laughs> been and one then, month okay. since my last confession. That's what that yeah. reminds me of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But then you're like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Or if it's three months, if it's, I don't know, a year, <laughs> whatever. But then, okay, but now I'm back at this. I'm here now. I'm here now doing this. Good me. Good for me. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. You know, I think also us women, we are really hard on ourselves. And that's, that's not, you know. I think there are a lot of women artists that are really, really talented and really working so hard. But, but I think we should take better care of ourselves and also sometimes let loose, loosen up a little bit. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I love, I love the focus that you, you place on all this in your career, but I did want to ask about this project that you do that is like really, really great and, you know, a philanthropy type thing, the Seize the Song. Can you explain what that is? Yeah. So Seize the Song is, um, uh, well, well um, it's a video blog where I travel around the world. I meet local artists and then we write songs together and film them. And uh, the, I have this bigger vision of how I, like, how, how I would love it to be eventually. But the first version of it, uh, we did it last spring. Uh, in Europe, there has been this big refugee mm. uh, mm. crisis right now. And also in Finland, there's, there's been more refugees than ever before. And, uh, and uh, I got to know a bunch of them, these musicians, and they are awesome. I think this prejudice thing, just open yourselves, open, you know, be curious about different people, you know, so just, and it's okay to ask questions and, you know, but uh, so I, I, I just ended up meeting these refugee musicians and um, we started making music with them. And then eventually I traveled the refugee route backwards mm -hmm. to the Middle East. and. And wrote songs with the, and not just with refugees, but just with any artists I met along the way, and uh, it was amazing. And I was kind of suspicious about like whether the idea is, is it just like me, 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 me here, me there, me working with these people, me being filmed. But actually, no, it was it was um, amazing experience, and and the the project ended up being, we, we did it with a Finnish um, women's magazine. Mm. So uh, I was blogging for them and then the videos were shown on their website. Wow. So did they help finance the project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and, good. Uh, yeah. And uh, obviously, well, I mean, basically we just got covered the, the expenses, but, 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 but it was an important project to be done in many ways. And as I said, like I have even bigger mm. visions of how I would it act like I, how I'm dreaming of doing it like eventually. But that's also something that you are uh, like, we all have these visions that, ah, uh, you know, once, you know, I have this, you know, big arena and you, you know, these music videos, but you have to start somewhere. Right. And, and, and you have to, also appreciate the process and the fact that because there are so many people who aren't doing anything so even if you're 
doing something, that's already like a win. You're yeah. winning. Yes. If you, you know, if you're performing, if you're putting your crappy demos on YouTube or Spotify, or if you're doing anything, actually getting something done out there, you're winning. Mm. And, and, and uh, that's also like, we really need to give ourselves credit for that. But, um, but yeah, so, so see the song, it was just a project of mine that I've been really, that I think in music, um, like nowadays world, there is so much this contrast that, you know, there's us and the others and not really curiosity or respect or the other right and i've just again it's another cliche that music is a universal language uh, but i realized that there's been quite a few um times when i've been just traveling not not for music but just for whatever reason for for you know holiday having a holiday or something and i just end up somewhere and i realized there are musicians or there's a musician and then we become friends and we start to hang out just because we are musicians and i don't i I cannot imagine that you know there would be like a i don't know like a broker or a lawyer (laughs) or you know you know a lawyer on her holiday and then just like bumping into another lawyer and then they would be like oh my god you're a lawyer too let's do some law stuff together (laughs) you know it's no that doesn't like oh you you know you buy stocks me too (laughs) let's talk about buying stocks no but you know hey you're a musician too that's awesome you know let's communicate let's share stuff you know and 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 so i realized that musicians and artists really have this ability to create a space of uh, trust and respect and curiosity and openness. And I think it's an amazing skill that we really, you know, need to embrace. And um, that's what Seize the Song is about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and as I said, I was kind of worried if it's too much about like Anni just going to places and, you know, getting herself filmed. But actually it, it ended up being a really a huge uh, growing experience for me, like really like personal growth and, 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 and also artistic growth as a songwriter. And, and also to realize that we have this skill. Of, of creating these spaces of, of trust and curiosity. And that's very, very cool. I love that. I love that you did that. And I can't wait to see what you do in the future with yeah. this. So you thought you did talk about the magic, um, which has actually been, uh, is that the name of the book? Big, big, big magic. magic. That's right. Big yeah. magic. Yes. Several people have actually recommended that on this show. Do you have any other books that you would recommend that artists should read for, you know, music or, music business, self-development, songwriting? Hmm. I mean, obviously this, I, I read quite a lot of books. And uh, also, also I try to, uh, you know, although I love uh, 
computers and, and mobile phones and just, you know, digital life. I, I really, I think it's important to also, uh, you know, log off mm-hmm. and stay, uh, spend time away from, from mobiles and uh, really, because we really need to, you know, be able to focus for a long time on, on one thing. Right. To, to be Which able is to not stay. the easiest thing nowadays. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and so I think reading a book for, you know, sometimes that really helps you to, you know, stay in that mode of focusing on one thing and letting just the time pass by. So I'm really a fond book reader. Um, so just, and I, I think different books resonate to different people on different times. Right. But um, from self, and, 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 but also there's a um, couple of uh, these like self-development and also like career coaches, mm-hmm. more from um, like business and entrepreneur side. But I've actually found them quite, quite good. And there's quite a few of those. And they have like nice YouTube video channels and, and podcasts. In the, in, so in, who do you like? They're probably people that I follow. Yeah. So obviously Marie Forleo uh-huh. is definitely one. And, and one of the female, female <laughs> uh, uh, entrepreneurs. And then a couple of guys is Brendan Burchard. Oh, yes. Yes. And, and uh, Robin Sharma. Okay. And I think Robin Sharma has a video called um, how to make the next year the best one yet mm. or something like that. And, and I think that's a really nice and you can do it. You don't have to do it when it's the new years. You can do it whenever or right. watch it and then do, do the thing. But those and obviously Seth Godin. Yes. And, 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 and not just Seth Godin's, you know, TED Talks, but, but he has a lot of great stuff online. He has so, a blog that is like. Yes. And, and also his books. Mm-hmm. It, they're really they're really good um so though but those are really like more like for example if you're in a vulnerable ba- place like you're kind of in a place that you know not in a really confident and powerful place i'm not sure if those are the guys that you need should then be reading or watching or listening right uh, but um regarding self-development um there's one book it's called, I think the, the author is Penny Pierce. And I think the book is called Intuit, Intuitive Way. Mm. And it's about that, that I think that book, it's, it's one of the books of my life. Wow. It, the, the, I think the book just came to my life in the right moment. So, so if you read it and it's like, what is this? <laughs> you know, so it's just, you know, you have those books that it's not the right timing. It's but true. But it's, it's really about how to connect with your intuition. And, and, and so it's, yeah, so that's, I, that, that's a big recommendation. Those are some awesome recommendations. Yeah. Thank you. So we, oh my gosh, this has been amazing. Like we've <laughs> talked about so many great things and I really appreciate your time and all your insights. Can you let our listeners know how they can find you online? Oh yeah. And thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and it's so, so, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you know, being able to have this talk with you. Uh, so yeah, so I'm all over the online world. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't use Snapchat though, because I just feel Me you either. better rock. You better rock the channels you're on. Yep. And then just yeah. So um, I'm on Snapchat. And I, no, I'm not on Snapchat. <laughs> I'm uh, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, 
And then obviously I have my uh, website and I'm about to start my own medium blog. Oh, okay. On, on, on my website as well. And, and obviously then you can find me on Spotify and, and SoundCloud as well. And what's your handle on social media? Uh, it's, well, my website is Ani, A-N-N-I, is it dash music.com? Mm-hmm. And then, then uh, uh, on, on social network channels, it's my first name and my last name. Okay. Although I should actually change it to just Ani Music, which right. might be a lot easier. But so my, my first name is A-N-N-I, and then my last name is Matila. It's M-A-T-T-I-L-A. Yep, I found you on Facebook. So yeah, she, I know she's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would love, like, I love when people are sending me this. You know, it's it saved my day and I guess even my life so many times when I'm like, my music sucks and I've wasted my life focusing on this nonsense. And then somebody reaches out and tells me how important my song is for them. Mm. And it's just like, Wow. So, and that, and I also try to do that to send out these messages to artists. That I yeah, yeah. Music. I mean, it's it is like um, as my uh, as my teachers used to say from college that like it's my payday when yeah. you know, not 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 like when I get my paycheck, but when I receive emails from former students or current students on how much they're learning, and that's the same way with artists. You know, when you receive that that praise and that connection that people are like really, really loving your music. And not only that, but they're like listening to it and really understanding the lyrics and they're telling you how it's, you know, helped them or how it's affected them or how it, you know, it's become part of their life. That is our payday as artists. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I'd love to anybody who's feeling me just uh, send me a note. And also that I want to hear your music, like everybody's music, because, mm. you know, that's also something that we really need to, I always try to, you know, whenever I hear something that I like or an artist that seems to be interesting, I try to tweet about it or, you know, even something little, because that's, you know, you put the good forward, just pay forward. I love that. I love that. That is a great way to end this episode. So thank you so much, Ani, for being with us today. And I know that you guys have benefited from all of her wisdom as we've been talking today. Thank you so much. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com. With editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.